gentlemen seven o'clock on a saturday night and as usual that means it's time for the other podcast i'm your host robert stacy mccain and i've not hello folks it's the other guy the other podcast john hoke here sitting across the table from stacy and according to the indications on the control panel here live and direct from valdosta georgia hi diana Hey, happy new year. Happy new happy year. New year to you. Yeah. Did anybody do resolutions? No, I didn't do any resolutions. How about you, Diana? <laughs> nah. <laughs> well, it turns out I'm sold. My re- resolutions is only VGA. So what does I, I help, <laughs> me, help me? That's <laughs> like 640 by 480 color monitors. Oh, from okay. 20 years All ago. right. That's it's, so it's, it's, long it's, ago. Geek so stuff. long ago. Gig stuff, you know. Actually, uh, I did. I did make a resolution, and I, I've made it before, and I've been able to keep it before. So I'm running with it. I uh, have resolved not to turn down seconds at dessert. Ah, uh, <laughs> okay. Never had trouble keeping it. Yes. <laughs> well, well. But uh, anyway, the next thing uh, after resolutions that we had, uh, other than <laughs> plugging our blogs. You plug right. your blog, Stacey. Oh, yeah, so that's right. You can find my good friend John Hogue's work at hoguewash.com. Meanwhile, Stacy blogs at theothermccain.com and other fine spots around the interwebs like uh, spectator.org. I found him there in several places. But the next thing after resolutions on our little s- script outline here is football, and it just says, let Stacy Stacy rant. rant. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, you know, the, the college football national championship uh, uh, playoffs have resulted in Alabama, of course, one, defeating uh, Cincinnati. But then mm-hmm. Georgia beat Michigan, which means that the national championship game uh, next week will be a replay of the SEC championship game. So what's the, what's even the point of having uh, a playoff <laughs> if they just give the national championship to whoever wins the SEC? Well, I, I mean, if they, you know, of course, if they were going to do double your pleasure, double your fun, they'd have to play it at Wrigley Field. But uh, They're to, playing at Indianapolis. So they can't even get that right. Anyways, in other scores around the uh, uh, country, at halftime, Utah – leads Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. Uh, In the Fiesta Bowl, Oklahoma State defeated Notre Dame 37-35. And uh, in the Florida Citrus Bowl, Kentucky, number 22, defeated Iowa 
uh, 20 to 17 on a, a beautiful touchdown pass to Wandale Robinson. I want everyone to remember that name, Wandale Robinson, wide receiver for Kentucky, because I, I, I got a little tip from uh, one of my buddies, um, Alex Barth, uh, who is a, a guy that follows the uh, Patriots, and, and he really likes the idea of drafting Wandale Robinson to give uh, Mac Jones – uh, the kind of guns he needs at the New England Patriots, who, by the way, tomorrow uh, the Patriots play the lowly Jacksonville Jaguars, and they better beat the in, the complete snot out of them. Uh, you know, they they since we've been gone, they lost to the Buffalo Bills. Damn it! And so, so they no longer control their fate in terms of the playoffs, but uh, uh, beating the Jags would be a pretty good thing. Oh, other games. I'm sorry. I, I, I after I started, uh, uh, got <laughs> inspired by Wandale Robinson. Okay. Uh, Arkansas uh, defeated Penn State 24 to 10. Notice this. Kentucky SEC school defeats Iowa, a Big Ten school. Arkansas, a, an SEC school, beats Penn State, a, a Big Ten school. It seems like the Big Ten is not so big anymore. But uh, mm. uh, later tonight, Ole Miss will play Baylor uh, in the uh, All-State Sugar Bowl. So, so that's, we have that to look forward to. Oh boy! Yeah, yeah, um, we we were, uh, but yeah, watching Alabama yesterday, they just completely ran over Cincinnati. Cincinnati, mm-hmm. as you know, went undefeated uh, in the second year in a row. They were undefeated last year and complained that. Yeah, they but were, look at who they were playing. I mean, well, I mean, they, they weren't were, playing. They weren't playing. I mean, they weren't playing Mickey Mouse schools, but they weren't playing in the SEC either. <laughs> yeah, well, nobody's playing in the SEC. But the point being that, uh, the point being that <laughs> last year, you know, they they felt they got cheated uh, mm-hmm. by not being uh, in the championship playoffs, and so this year they got their shot, and Alabama just. Uh, um, um, it just ran all over them, uh, and it was uh, well. I mean, the, the schools are in different leagues, and it shows. Yes, yes, yes. I'm and, sorry. And- I'm sorry. I have to ask, who's who's in the tidy bowl? <laughs> okay. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Oh. Anyways, but yeah, well, some the whole, of the obscure the, bowls out there. I think uh, the uh, the whole country is in that one. Yeah, some of them actually <laughs> got, got that canceled right. this year because of COVID. Um, we'll get um, to that later. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll get. <laughs> we'll all get COVID later. Meanwhile, <laughs> uh, back at the ranch. Um, speaking of the Georgia Bulldogs, who traveled to Miami this week. Well, hold it. Uh, before we set up that story, oh. yeah, I wanted to point out to uh, our listeners uh, Rule Five. Okay. And oh. there are there are actually three Rule Fives that have had impact on my blog. One of them we're not going to talk about. It's Rule Five, the Rules of Federal Civil Procedure, which uh, <laughs> has to do with some of the uh, defamation adventures that Stacy and I have been through. But Rule Five of Sololinsky is that mm-hmm. uh, 
ridicule is man's uh, yes. most effective weapon. There's just no mm -hmm. way you can deal with being ridiculed. But rule five uh, from uh, Stacy's blog comes from a post he did early on about how to get a million hits. Yes. And it's, it basically says everybody likes a pretty, he loves a pretty, a pretty girl. girl. Everybody <laughs> loves a pretty girl. And, and so, so anyway, well, so this is setting up a thing that we have called pseudo rule five. Anyways, um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was spotted in Miami Beach having cocktails and not wearing a mask as she sat outside um, at a, a, a restaurant, we assume. And, um, oh. and uh, she was spotted dining in Miami Beach, Florida on Thursday, according to a tip received by National Review on the same day that her native New York City reported a record number of COVID-19 cases. Mm -hmm. um, I she, loved the meltdown that occurred. Oh, it yeah. was fun. Uh, yeah, it was, it was very strange, the reaction, because everybody was pointing out, hey, why aren't you in New York City? Why are you in Ron DeSantis's Florida? Right, okay, if Ron DeSantis <laughs> is so bad... Uh, why are you in Miami <laughs> Beach and not back home in um, uh, your beloved New York City? And so she tweeted, and I have the tweet queued up here. If Republicans are mad, they can't date me. They can just say that instead of projecting their sexual frustrations onto my boyfriend's feet. <laughs> that is so... Okay, as, as deflections go, that one didn't work. <laughs> Because everybody just said, what? The Babylon <laughs> Bee has a story out. <laughs> you got to trust it. Ted Cruz says all his haters are just unable to resist his raw sex appeal. <laughs> well, <laughs> That's good. I mean, I mean, if AOC can do it, why not Ted, right? Why well, not Ted? Well, I mean, uh, look. I can understand why some people uh, might uh, look at her picture or see her across the room and think that uh, there's uh, something to be attracted to there. But as soon as she opens her mouth. I she mean, does have a really horrible braying voice. It's rather sad. Well, 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 well not only that, she, there's, there's no connection between the vocal cords and the brain that I can notice. Yeah. <sighs> we don't call her occasional Cortez. Cortex for nothing. That's I mean, it, true. yeah, it, it is, you know, it is pretty staggering. Uh, just <sighs> the, the lack of depth that, uh, that this Congress critter has. And the other thing is though, is, is that, I mean, the ego there, I mean, why would she assume that Republicans would want to date her? Yeah, it's crazy. Well, it's I mean, just... you know, it's, 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 I mean, uh, this is what I mean by pseudo rule five. In order, well, at least for me, uh, in order for a woman to be lovely, there she has to also act lovely. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, you know, and it, it, it's, it, it, well, it, it, I mean, she, she, she's not, she's really not my physical type anyway. So I could, but I can understand why some people might look at her across the room and think, well, that's prospect there. But well, still, she wears clothes well. That is actually her major virtue. She actually does wear clothes well. She stands straight. She's slender. Um, she, she has a very composed 
physical presence. She would so make she a wears good model. clothes well. She would make a good model for the Colwell, Coldwater Creek catalog or something like that. Right? And they don't have models anymore, as far as I can tell. Go on. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I do, yes. She, she, she would, you know, some high-end flyer that uh, clutters my mailbox around Christmas time. Uh, <laughs> well, anyways, the, the, but, the, but the idea that everything can be reduced to sex, right? You know, it's just, <sighs> no. it's just you know, I, I, I thought we were past that. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, that's, that's kind of setting up the next thing, which I have which is uh, in this, the script here, which is a, called, uh, uh, well, before we get past that, uh, I will uh. say that uh, there's a real Rule 5 post up uh, at hogwash.com uh, yeah. that I put up this morning. Yesterday, I turned 37. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Connie and I, Connie and I were married for 37 years, three hours and 52 minutes. She died on our 37th anniversary. And just after eight o'clock this morning, I got to be tw twice more than twice as old as the length of the time I was married. And so, basically, I just will point out that the the thing about the better half, yep, mm -hmm. the, those thirty seven years were the better half so far, and I expect will yeah. remain that way. But moving on to uh, science denying and grammar denying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt Margolis had a post over at PJ Media uh, with the results of a Rasmussen poll that showed that 75% uh, of Americans believe there are only two genders. And <sighs> the title of my post is, I do know much about the, the French I took. Uh, <laughs> those people are correct if they're French speakers. They're wrong if they're English speakers. Because the English language, there are four genders. Masculine, which is like he. Feminine, mm -hmm. which is she. she. Neuter, it. Right? There is no it mm -hmm. in, in, in French. Everything mm -hmm. is either masculine or feminine. Or we have an indefinite gender in uh, English uh, where you don't know uh, the sex. In that case, you say uh, one in formal writing or he in the informal writing. Uh, uh, speech mm -hmm. and writing. There are only two sexes, right? And gender in English follows the biological sex, if known. An editor of mine used to say, uh, uh, French verbs have gender. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> that no, well, actually, French the, French nouns French have, have French, French nouns, nouns have gender. People have sex, and that's mm -hmm. a, you know. And, mm -hmm. and, much and I, have sex I, than I was never myself tempted to use the word gender, except that it became so commonplace that one must mm -hmm. go with it. Well, and, see, in, in my sense, in engineering, you know, uh, electrical connectors that mate have a male and female gender, uh, as mm -hmm. depending on whether it's a plug or a socket. But, you know, it's, um, uh, it's it, you know, there are only two sexes, and sex is not the same thing as gender. And that's true even in the 11th edition of the Newspeak Dictionary. Mm -hmm. You know, the, I mean, we have just these people are, are science design, uh, and grammar deniers. Mm. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I've really reaching the end of my and by the way um um 
J.K. Rowling yes. uh, uh, had some things to say this week about gender. Um, <laughs> and, um, and uh, well, anyways, I, I, I don't want to talk about it, but trust me, I had a busy day Friday. <laughs> well, let me put it to you like this. Um, the Thursday, the, uh, our, our betters uh, don't like her. And uh-huh. to the extent that when the Guardian had their yellow year person of the year poll and she was uh, winning, they canceled it. Yep. <laughs> so, so it's that's you know, really, really dumb. But what, there it is. Well, there's been a whole lot of Streisand effect this week. I uh, know. Uh, but speaking of the various kinds of science denying and stuff, um, let's get, let's move on to the subject of COVID. Um, I'm a, been on vacation the last two weeks of the year, right? Back to work on Monday, but mm-hmm. um, uh, on Monday of the week before Christmas, uh, I received a call from work telling me that I was part of a group that had been exposed to COVID uh-huh. and that I needed to go get tested. And they were sending me a uh, emailing me a spreadsheet to fill out with everybody I'd been in contact with. So I spent all day of my first day of vacation running around trying to find COVID testing in Maryland. Oh, uh, boy. And there was none <sighs> to be had within a one-hour drive of where I live in Westminster. Without waiting in a line, I suppose. Well, no, there wasn't even a line no. to wait in. There wasn't even a line to wait in because uh, I got the phone call at 11 o'clock in the morning-ish, and mm-hmm. uh, by that time... All the testing stations within an hour of me had run out of testing equipment, mm. uh, a test uh, uh, stuff to do. In other words, I could have gone there and there wouldn't be, I mean, it stood in the line, but they wouldn't have been able to test me. They were, all, they were done already with what they could do that day. So after spending the, you know, about all, around dark, I got back home and uh, just as I was... Uh, you know, sitting down with a cup of coffee, the phone rang again. And only kidding, the exposure was so long ago that <laughs> you, if you haven't been sick already, right? Uh, <laughs> that, 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 that's me. And, and, and you know, these, these people who are uh, just, you know, there's a certain segment of the population that they've been to fear porn about mm-hmm. COVID. In March of of twenty twenty, and they won't let it go. And when I'm like, I'm like, at this point, I'm like, if it hasn't killed me yet, mm-hmm. what are the chances that? Oh well, you've survived the pandemic for twenty months, but up oh, oh, now you're gonna die. You know that just <laughs> yeah right. You know, I, I Stacy, I'm, I'm seventy four years old. According to the actuarial tables, I've got a 4% chance of just dying anyway. I'm going to borrow time, but, but at, at the same time, um, at the same time, you, you know, it's like, um, you know, I, I have the feeling that at some point I have been exposed anyway, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm vaccinated. Of course I've been exposed. I've been to the grocery store. Right, right, yep. right. How could you, you know, how could you... You know, and and I, you know, I, you know, you 
wake up in the morning with a stuffy head, or, or you know, or you get a you start sneezing or something like that, and you start you wonder, well, is this something? You know, could this be COVID? I don't know. You know, but uh, you know, I I haven't been tested. You know, so no. I don't know if I've got uh, antibodies or not, except that I've <laughs> been vaccinated. So. Why is everybody freaking out? It's because they've been programmed. They, they're, they're consuming media that tell mm -hmm. them to panic. Well, there have been people who basically have made, uh, I don't want to say a living, but made uh, a, a, a trip to the top of a hierarchy that they enjoy being at the top of because by, uh, by, by scaring other people to death. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but, well, I mean, then only that, but it's it, not only that. There, some all people sorts are of, just naturally more fearful. I well, think. some people are just naturally more liars. Mm. Uh, there's been a there was a post over at Real Clear, Clear Politics this week entitled mm -hmm. <laughs> "Biden's Troubled Relationship with the Truth and, and Consequences," <laughs> to which I uh, commented. I would have thought they were total strangers. Yeah, you know? yeah I don't Me even too. think they've hooked up randomly. I, a relationship. <laughs> I, he, he's, they may have he, passed he, in the hall at some point, but no. He the truth a time or two. <laughs> I don't even he, think he sniffed its hair. Yeah. Ew. But, uh, <laughs> but I do expect some rather nasty consequences from his lies. And uh, it, it's, it, it's, but Stacy, I can tell you, Actually, you've written about the fact that absolutely, positively, you can ask Joe Biden, none of this is his fault. Yeah, so that's right. Uh, I uh, Back before Christmas, you know, we were off a week for Christmas. Mm -hmm. I did a post called Joe Biden, Blamer in Chief, in which I yep. said, the important point of his fraudulency's Tuesday speech was that he, Joe Biden, is not responsible for anything. Nothing is his fault ever. Instead, everything that has gone wrong since January 20th is because of you bad people who refuse to get vaccinated. Now, I'm going to quote as a direct quote from his speech. Mm -hmm. If you're not fully vaccinated, you have good reason to be concerned. You're at high risk of getting sick. And if you get sick... You're likely to spread it to others, including friends and family. And the unvaccinated have a significantly higher risk of ending up in a hospital or even dying. Almost everyone who has died from COVID-19 in the past many months has been unvaccinated. Look, the unvaccinated are responsible for their own choices, but those choices have been fueled by dangerous misinformation on cable TV and social media. You know, these companies and personalities are making money by peddling lies and allowing misinformation that can kill their own customers and their own supporters. It's wrong. It's immoral. And I call on the purveyors of these lies and misinformation misinformation to stop it stop it now if you're fully vaccinated and especially if you got your booster shot you are highly protected and if you're vaccinated you're at 
And if you're unvaccinated, you're at higher risk of getting severely ill from COVID, getting hospitalized, and even dying. So the best thing to do is to get fully vaccinated and get your booster shot, end quote. No, actually, I'm scheduled to get uh, a booster of my Moderna vaccinations uh, on Tuesday. Um, and in my case, it was based on consultation with my doctor and ba- based on the fact that I'm elderly, based on the fact that I have uh, a, a condition that could be aggravated uh, by COVID, and uh, based on the fact that since I had no noticeable reaction to the first two whacks of Moderna vaccine, uh, the uh, the odds of it being bad for me, because it is bad for some people. The odds of it being bad for me are nil, so it can't. It, the odds are it can't hurt, and it can take a whole lot of conversation off the table. Yeah. Uh, you know, the thing ahead. is, I kind of decided a while ago. One, even if I'm fully vaccinated, I can still get it, and I can still spread it. And given the fact that so many people are, are, are asymptomatic and still can spread it, um, I just threw up my hands and said, this is nonsense. No more of this. I'm not doing this. Well, yeah, but you're a lot younger than I am and don't have the, the medical condition. I, I have is. asthma and asthma has a record of you don't get it anymore. You're not more likely to get it. You're not more likely to die of it. It's just recovery tends to be really drawn out. Mm-hmm. That's what they call the long COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I have a friend who sings opera, and uh, the length of time it took her to recover has had a significant and negative impact on her career. So, yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, is that there, the, this business of demonizing the unvaccinated. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. The unvaccinated are somehow to blame for everything that has gone wrong. <laughs> or demonizing people who are uh, not doing something that you did because they are in a different medical situation from you. I mean, it's just absolutely wrongheaded. I mean, talk about science denying. This is it. Oh yeah, and yep. and and you know, the longer this has gone on, the more I have begun to suspect that this booster business is just a racket. Uh, to pad the pockets of Big Pharma. In other words, they stockpiled so much vaccine last year, you know, or, or yeah, wait, hold it, 2020. Anyways, in the, in the early rollout of the vaccine, they, they produced so many doses and that they have more than they can get away with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, give away. And see, they're getting paid per dose by the government. The government is paying for the quote-unquote free um, uh, vaccinations mm-hmm. you're getting. So so every person they give a, a, a shot to, they get money. Well, when they reach the point where, you know, it's roughly about 30% of the population is just not going to get this vaccine no matter what. They just, you know, they're just anti-vaccine. And that's when, 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 when they realized they weren't going to be able to bully those people into getting vaccinated and they still had these stockpiles of vaccine, that's when they said, mm-hmm. boosters, everybody needs yep. a booster. And, and I'm just cynical enough, right? 
you know, to see this, you know, that, that it's follow the money. Okay. It's not a conspiracy theory. I'm convinced uh -uh. that this is big pharma uh, just trying to scare us all to death. Well, <clears throat> it could be uh, some of that. On the other hand, like I said, in my particular case, like I said, I'm, I'm elderly. I've got a condition that can be aggravated and I haven't had any uh, previous adverse reactions to the vaccine. So therefore, it is safe and is probably at least in the category of can't hurt, might help, and so go for it. I have another person uh, in my family who has had severe reactions to the first two whacks and, oh. and has, is in a medical category where it's actually in an age group where it's actually potentially dangerous to be taking the vaccine in the first place. Oh. So guess what? That person is not going to get a booster shot. Two different people, two different uh, medical situations, two different sets of procedures that are appropriate. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, it, it's but that's the um, that's. The but way. it's not Joe Biden's fault. No, that's <laughs> the important point that he wants to make: is that everything that has gone wrong is somebody else's fault. Uh, there's a scapegoat somewhere. Um, Kulak's saboteurs records. Records. You know, records. Capitalists. Yes. People with yellow buttons. Yes. Ah, ah, ah. Definitely people with yellow buttons. Yes, I am to blame. And, and uh, that is my cue to remember that. Uh, this is an exercise in shameless capitalism. And if you will go to my blog, theothermccain.com, uh, you will notice near the top of the center column, the yellow button with the word donate. If you will click the yellow button, and I hope you do, it will take you to my PayPal account where you, where you can contribute dollars, shekels, pesos, euros, rubles, Whatever you got, it'll take. Uh, uh, you, you, I want money. Uh, but anyways, yes, if you will click the yellow button and go to my PayPal account, you can contribute to the support of the blog, to the support of the podcast, and also mainly to keep my wife happy because keeping mm -hmm. my wife happy is job number one. Meanwhile, over at my good friend John Hogue's blog, Hogwash.com. Oh, there is no yellow button, but there is an icon of a tip jar. Click upon it and be taken away to my PayPal account where you can make your donations to the blog, or you can scroll down in the sidebar, find the link to the Hogwash store, uh, and correct the errors you made by not buying your stocking stuffers or other <laughs> uh, stuff uh, for this season. Uh, you can buy all sorts of other interesting things that you can either use for gifts or just uh, sit on uh, your, your shelf and admire, but whatever, you can shop at the Hogwash store for stuff for branded in ways that relate to the blog. Or you can click on the links that you'll find at both our blogs. Uh, we're Amazon Associates, so in part of that program, we have links to shopping at Amazon. When you use those links, you pay the same price that you normally would, but uh, bloggers using the, with those links get a small commission, helps support the blogging, a good, nice thing that Amazon does. But regardless of what you do to support the blog, we're thankful for it and hope you'll remember 
the five most important words in the English language. Hit the freaking tip jar. Indeed. Well, Stacy has wandered off to the coffee pot. Aw. Uh, but uh, while I was doing my part of the sales pitch. But, uh, uh, oh, he's walking back. Uh, maybe he'll put his headphones. It's your show. It's a, now, this, maybe maybe, next, maybe he'll. The next segment is yours. Put, 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 yeah, but put your headphones on so you at least have caught up and uh, don't miss the cue. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I was, I was looking for another coffee. cup of decaf. Look, By the way, this morning, decaf, this, decaf. This morning, this morning, I get up. You know, I got up. You know, about six o'clock. You know, and I <laughs> fixed myself a cup of, co- you know, fixed a pot of coffee. And I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm downstairs. And about nine o'clock, I'm like, wow, I'm just tired. I'm going to go back to bed. And I went back to bed. And later in the day. Uh, my brother, who, who who stays with us, uh, my brother says, "You know that coffee was decaf." What? <laughs> and sure enough, sure enough, it, it I didn't realize it, but I had had suffered from uh, decaf poisoning, which is and you didn't me- get a headache. I mean, I, sorry, but if I, I try I, to drink decaf, I turn my I get a screaming headache. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can't get rid of it. Until yeah, I have it's coffee. it's like it's like the, withdrawal symptoms. There, like there, being there are a junkie. Yeah. There are four kinds of coffee available at Stately Hogue Manor these days. Uh, one is my uh, actual house brand uh, mix that is a 50-50 mix of Java and Sumatran. And then mm. I, I have uh, some Blue Mountain. Mm. And um, I don't have any Kona at the moment, but I've got some really interesting Peruvian coffee uh, that I enjoy. Is it one of the pea berries or one of the larger ones? It's a larger one. Of the- Oh, okay. You know, you and, know, but my- but then then I have a can of uh, good old New Orleans coffee with chicory in it. Uh, <laughs> good old Louisiana, uh, and those. Uh, so those are the those are the four coffees I drink. And then for the guests who insist on something oh. disca- decaf, there's a jar of Taster's Choice Instant. Yeah. Oh, that's but so we, cruel. But no, I I mean, could have look. If there's worse, it could, it could have been Folgers. Anyways, I ended up. <laughs> I ended up taking like a four hour nap today. And I, I just wonder, you know, I just wonder how much, uh, how much more would I sleep if I actually didn't drink as much coffee as I do. But yeah, I'm, mm. I'm, I, so I've got no problem drinking. Well, I, 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 I typically drink um, three mugs of coffee a day. And my usual mm. coffee mug um, uh, is a nice, uh, uh, you can get them at Hogwash. Uh, uh, <laughs> Johnny at sign uh, mug that uh, holds 11 ounces. But I mm. also uh, use uh, some uh, mugs that were made from lab uh, half liter lab beakers with uh, glass rods bent around to uh, make uh, handles. And they, I generally <laughs> fill them up to the 400 meter line, 400 milliliter uh. line. So we're, it, 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 they're, they're pretty good. Uh, you know, anyway. I'm I'm just a coffee addict. Just give me the coffee, and nobody gets hurt. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, speaking of uh, things that not, not turning out well and and getting hurt, <laughs> uh, the score this week really was COVID one Biden nothing uh, during yeah. the uh, 2020 campaign. Uh, Joe Biden basically said. 
that he knew how to shut down the Wuhan virus <laughs> and that he would do it. And then yeah, this right. week has fraudulently started off the week talking uh, to a bunch of to the governors uh, and saying there's no federal solution. And basically, he took his L and has walked away from the problem. Uh, and oh. turns out, turns out the only clothes our would be emperor had um, is a mask, and it doesn't really fit all that well anyway. But it looks good on the beach, I guess. Um, I, I, uh, my head, oh God, some things once seen in the imagination cannot be unseen. Really, John, did you need to do that to me? There are some things that don't. <laughs> I mean, there's some reasons, there's some reasons I like, I prefer radio over a video. But. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. Change the subject quickly. <laughs> okay. Well, let's change the subject of the, and actually, in this case, not what a state is doing, but what some uh, municipalities and uh, well, a municipality oh. and counties are doing. Um, I, I, I uh, got a, a notice. Uh, well, my son came in from shopping, grumbling that he'd been to Howard County and had to wear a mask oh. in the, uh, the store. And then I got a, a thing uh, from a, a friend who uh, uh, we were both going to go to a meeting that was in Baltimore County. Now, that there's a Baltimore City and a Baltimore County. They're separate mm -hmm. legal entities. We're in Baltimore County, and we were going to have to wear masks to that. And Baltimore City has got a mask mandate. And Prince George's County and Montgomery County and Arundel County. Uh, these are the deep blue counties in the state, and uh, or the at least purple counties. And then Frederick County uh, uh, last night. Well, if they had a meeting Thursday night that ran till one o'clock in the morning on Friday morning, and they they the county supervisors uh, uh, acting as the county board of health uh, passed a mask mandate there. And but uh, at least the one in Frederick County has one feature that the others don't have. What? There's no mechanism what? for enforcement. Huh. Ah. Yeah, I there's no penalty. It's the, by the way on there's, there's no penalty. There's literally no penalty, and there's no authority to uh, to any uh, county uh, employee to enforce it. Uh, I just saw from Tim Poole. Who, yeah, I was. I saw that exchange. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's in um, he's in Frederick. Frederick, yeah. And and I'm like, wow, a celebrity, so nearby. <laughs> but uh, anyways, but yeah. Now I'm now I'm checking the restaurant that we're uh, planning to uh, go to. Well, no, Washington County, uh, which is I think where we'll be going, uh, is, is is hasn't done anything yet. Neither oh, has good. Carol. Basically, the uh, neither has any of the Eastern Shore counties. So basically, the places uh, run by uh, Republicans in the state uh, are are still unmasked. Oh, okay. And right. well, uh, I I did, did the state, wasn't the state, aware whether they'd be open on uh, New Year's Day. Ah, uh, well, mm -hmm. there is that. Mm. Well, yeah. well, El Ranchero. That's where we were last time. Was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, Lido's Pizza then. Yeah. 
Okay. We, we, we alternate weeks on that. So. Uh, between Mexican and Italian food. It's uh, an interesting thing. But anyway. Lately, I've been having the uh, Philly cheesesteak sandwich there. Well, that's because you've been writing so much about Philadelphia. Is that mm-hmm. what it is? Yeah. That's it. Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll Meanwhile, get there. Yeah. We'll get there. But, you know, but like I said, this whole thing is just one more reason to stay away from Baltimore. Yeah. By the way, um, I'm wondering Baltimore, if I should start uh, spelling it with two A's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Baltimore, by the way, has uh, recorded uh, more than 300 homicides. Um, I could probably do a TV show about that. <laughs> yeah, mm. they call it the wire. <laughs> oh, uh, Is that what you're thinking of? Or homicide? Uh, homicide. Yeah, but it's, yeah uh, there were 337 mm. homicides in Baltimore uh, wow. the past year, including uh, 726 shootings in total. Oh, so uh, the, the survival rate is uh, a little over 50 percent. So, mm. anyways, but. Uh, but yeah, you you know, you, it, people have been leaving you know Baltimore ever since Nancy Pelosi's dad ran the place. Well, Maryland, Maryland is one of the states though that is losing population to the red states. I don't doubt it. Um, I was just looking at a, a map the Census Bureau had put up, and uh, you know, it's one of the states showing. I mean, it's not nearly in the same category as New York or California. Mm-hmm. Oh. No, no. California at this rate is going to have no middle class at all. If you can afford to pick up your skirts and run, you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only reason I know, the, the middle class people I know who are in California and, and staying there are either people in family situations that where they really have to be present to support family mm-hmm. or they are in a position where they have a house they can't unload. Yeah. Okay. No. And, yeah. but they have, but they have an old enough mortgage. They can afford the cash flow. Mm. Okay. So, I just don't know. But yeah, but you know, the, the, but, but, but that's what, you know, when they tell, when they use the term, our democracy, our, <laughs> democracy. our democracy, it is, it's we're not rat- a dem- democracy. Well, okay, it, we're a representative republic. Really? Yes. Oh well, Bernie Sanders was on CNN talking with oh, uh, Good Lord uh, Jake T- Tapper uh, about <laughs> uh, about uh, 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 last Sunday, and he was literally, if I, I'll quote him, "I hope that we'll bring a strong bill to the floor of the Senate as soon as we can, and let <laughs> Mr. Manchin explain to the people of West Virginia." why he doesn't have the guts to stand up to the powerful special interests. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know what his constituents are saying? Right on Joe. Keep going, Joe. That's that's what Bernie is missing here. The special interest group that (laughs) Manchin is uh, protecting are the voters of West Virginia. I mean, Mm -hmm. his constituents have an, an interest and they have a desire to keep their state sovereignty and its Republican form of government that's guaranteed under the constitution. Uh, And I'll really bet that Manchin is looking forward, you know, in four (laughs) years when he's up for reelection to explaining to the people of West Virginia, why he's how, and he's been standing up for their special interests. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, you know, these people, 
Uh, you know, Bernie Sanders is, is just one of a long list of Democrats who apparently don't understand how democracy works. Okay, they do, <laughs> but they just don't want it. They do. You know, and, they just and, don't like it when it doesn't work the way exactly as they want it to. I mean, you know, and, you know, I mean, they don't like the fact that they don't have, you know, that, that 51 to 49 and they lose. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> the, um, uh, the interesting thing uh, in this, though, um, I had it at the tip of my tongue and then forgot it about why Joe Manchin. Oh, oh, the thing about this, uh, Joe Manchin and uh, to a lesser degree, Kristen Cinema. Uh, holding up the uh, uh, Biden agenda uh, makes you grateful uh, for Mitch McConnell and his ability <laughs> to hold the Republican caucus together. Uh, the murder turtle, you know, and and you know, and I was having a conversation with my brother the other day. Is that is that you know, uh, conservatives gripe and grumble about Mitch McConnell, you know, sellout, backstabber, whatever they want to call it. it. But he has done a damn good job of keeping his um, uh, caucus, you know, solid uh, to block Biden. And and so, so, you know, we should be grateful for that. Well, not only that, we should be grateful for what he did working with the Trump administration uh, oh. to get some uh, uh, some balance restored to the federal judiciary indeed uh you know uh you know can you imagine what it would be like if merrick garland was ah. justice of the supreme court oh merrick garland boy there's a name the garland archipelago yeah oh my god i despise that guy uh meanwhile oh, uh in in a case of ironic justice uh, right before christmas <laughs> I wrote about two anti-police lawmakers who got carjacked. Uh, two Democrats who supported police reform in Philadelphia and Chicago were both carjacked at gunpoint within 24 hours of each other. Illinois State, Sem State Senator Kimberly Lightford was targeted in suburban Chicago on Tuesday night, and this would have been a week ago, uh, the 23rd. Mm -hmm. Or the 22nd, I guess, 21st. Anyways, while Congressman Mary Gay Scanlon, a Democrat of Pennsylvania, was carjacked um, after an event in South Philadelphia, Lightford was driving with her husband, Eric McKinney, in Broadview, uh, that's the uh, Chicago suburb of Broadview, mm -hmm. At about 9.45 p.m., when three masked suspects in a Durango SUV hijacked the couple's black Mercedes, police said multiple gunshots were fired during the incident, but Lightford and her husband weren't physically hurt. The suspects fled in the Durango, according to police. Now, the reason uh, that there were multiple shots fired was the fact that... Uh, um, uh, Kimberly Lightford's uh, husband uh, has a uh, has a uh, concealed, concealed carry. carry, right, Permit. right, yep. which is 
kind of hard to get in Illinois. No, no not, not, not if you're a politician no, or, not, and Democrat. No, 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 no not anymore. Uh, ever since a, a federal court case, it's they've been shell issue. They were the last state mm-hmm. to go shell issue, but uh, they're, they're uh, shell, shell issue. Uh, okay. It's, it, Good. Okay, then. Well, thanks for updating me then. Yeah. Anyways. No, uh, my, uh, no, my relatives in Illinois have been very happy for the last few years when that's uh, <laughs> been the case. Scanlon was carjacked at gunpoint in a separate incident in Philadelphia as she returned to her blue Acura at about 2.45 p.m. Wednesday. This would Wednesday the 22nd, I guess it was. Uh, Scanlon was targeted in South Philadelphia by two men in a dark SUV who demanded she hand over her keys. Her personal cell phone, government-issued phone, and Uh. purse were inside her car when the carjackers took off. Um, uh, But anyways... now, see, the thing that's nice about that is since her government-issued phone was in the car... The FBI. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were able to track it. And uh, U.S. Attorney Jennifer Arbiter Williams announced that oh, yeah. Josiah Brown, 19, of Wilmington, Delaware, had been arrested and charged uh, on charges of carjacking and carrying and using a firearm during a crime of violence in connection with an armed carjacking that occurred in Franklin D. Roosevelt Park in South Philly. Now, how about is that? How about mm-hmm. that? Franklin D. Roosevelt Park was where she got carjacked. I, 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 there's yep. a, the irony is thick there. But anyways, uh, the victim's vehicle contained equipment to track and locate it. <laughs> and uh, and the, the uh, U.S. attorney said, armed carjacking is a serious federal crime. We will come after you, and we are very good at what we do. You know, uh, there have been a hell of a lot of carjackings in mm-hmm. Philadelphia. I went to the attorney, uh, U.S. attorney's website, and went mm-hmm. through their list of press releases. As far as I can tell, this is the first time they've got involved in a carjacking case in Philadelphia. Well, government property was stolen. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, if they're uh, if the feds are going to start prosecuting carjacking now, they better get to work because they hadn't been doing their job. Well, no, I have a, I have a, a <laughs> I, I have an acquaintance who was on a business trip. Uh, and mm. he is a federal government employee, and somebody stole his rental car in uh, uh, San Francisco. <laughs> and, uh, and unfortunately for the thief, the, the government laptop was in the trunk. Uh-oh. Oops. <laughs> Leavenworth, huh? Well, I don't know about that, but uh, the San Francisco police uh, weren't able to do anything. But Of course um, not. But... Uh, a certain federal agency was able to locate the laptop. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, Josiah Brown, the Delaware resident, 19-year-old Delaware resident who was arrested in this carjacking, uh, he has pending charges in multiple states oh. and had been released from custody as recently as August. Um, there was an incident um where uh, he was in a stolen vehicle with two teenage girls inside who were suffering from gunshot gunshot wounds. wounds. Right. And I'm like, good Lord. And, and I'm like, okay, 
how do you explain this? Okay. And, and how do you talk your way out of jail when you're actually caught in a car that's been in a drive-by shooting, I suppose, is what it was. You know, but, and you're but, driving but, but, around but, with two wounded teenage girls in the car. I mean, I couldn't get away with one wounded teenage girl. I well, don't know well, how Josiah well, Brown does it. Uh, well, imagine what it will be like. I think it's in is it Washington State or Oregon. It's one of the Pacific Northwest states. The gun control people uh, are also pushing a bill to reduce the penalties for drive-by shootings. Oregon. Oregon. That's yeah, in Oregon. And it's it, it's insane. I, I, yep. I looked at that I, I looked at that story and I was like, Are you crazy? Well, it's in the just interest of racial equity because apparently uh. Uh, there's only one ethnic group in America that does uh, drive-by shootings. And what and about so, the victims? They're usually black or brown too. Come right. on, exactly. Thank Stop you. Stop it. Right, right. But they don't care. They, but, well, but you see, that's the way the justice system works, and it, uh, it, it. I, I look. Let me make a prediction based on the way things are going in our justice system right now. I'm going to predict that not a single one of the Johns listed in Maxwell's sealed <laughs> black book will kill themselves. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jislaine Maxwell. They have uh, they have sealed the records in the case, so we can never uh -uh. know who the who the. Uh, um, beneficiaries, as it were, of this sex trafficking and you know what's industry. You know what's interesting is that uh, normally in most cases like that, a major mm -hmm. news organization like the New York Times or something like that will file a motion to unseal. Correct. Right. But they didn't. Dead air. No, it's gonna of course it's, not. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take some blogger who wants to uh, get involved or something like that to even get the, the motion, which will undoubtedly be thrown out. But if somebody mm -hmm. wants to push it, uh, well, never mind. It's... Well, why is there any expectation of privacy when you're using underage girls for sex? I mean, right. I'm sorry. And and I, I'm sorry. I don't see why the black book should be sealed. I don't get it. Well, the who are they protecting? They're protecting British royalty. Is who? Well, uh, you know, if Andrew, if Prince Andrew is guilty of doing so, then you know, let the chips fall where they may. They are, Just because you're royalty doesn't mean you that you're immune. Well, the, allegedly they're protecting the uh, the young girls who are mentioned in the book. Oh, no, that, they're not. But that that would be certainly. Uh, uh, information that uh, probably uh, you could justify redacting. You could redact that. But that's not beside the point. Obviously, what we have is a bunch of dangerous stuff going on. And yeah, as we yeah, usually yeah. talk about uh, in, at the end of the show, we oh, talk yes. about crazy people being dangerous. But And usually we're talking about violent felons, uh, people who have been in car chases and that sort of thing. But uh, you know what? Trump derangement syndrome is a form <laughs> of insanity as well. And Stacey, you've got a post up uh, about... Uh, Jonah Goldberg blames mm -hmm. elites by which he means everyone but himself. And I, 
I, I, I was telling John before we went on the air, I, have, I don't even remember how I happened across this uh, Jonah Goldberg column, but the title of it, uh, the title of his column is Top Down, Let Down, How mm. Elites Failed Us in 2021. Well, they certainly did. <laughs> but, but the point being that, Jonah, what about you, Jonah? Mm. What have you done? Where is your responsibility in this? Because, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I'm going to go off here because... No, no, no. You don't get to do this. Jonah Goldberg and that whole bunch of hashtag never Trump people mm. were like, oh, Trump is so awful. We must get rid of him. And they essentially endorsed Biden, you know, and had the idea that this would mean a return to normality. Only if normal is failure. Okay, is yeah. this a return to normality? And so this is on them. And he can't just walk away and and vaguely wave in the direction of the elites right, and say that, well, the elites caused this. No, 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 Jonah. What about you, sir? Okay, mm -hmm. what have you done? Where is the mea culpa from Jonah uh Goldberg that he was wrong? Okay, so many people... Um, millions of us who voted for Trump, we saw mm -hmm. it a choice whether, you know, there are, okay, I understand there are people that are completely just in love with Trump, but mm -hmm. there are a lot of people who, you know, see him as a very flawed individual. And yet, yep. okay, we saw what the choice was that faced <laughs> us in November in 2016. I didn't vote for Donald Trump. I voted mm -hmm. against Hillary Clinton. Got okay? that. I was a never Clinton voter. And um, that's and, quite legitimate. And as much as, as much as I can tell you about things that uh, Trump did in his uh, term that were disappointing to me, I can tell mm. you that I was also in 2020, a never Biden voter. Got okay? that right. Just, just as much and perhaps even more than being for Trump. The thing is, this whole Trump derangement syndrome is a form of craziness. And mm -hmm. it has led our country into an incredibly dangerous situation. These crazy people are dangerous. Yes. Yep. Indeed. And, 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 and Jonah is... Well, we're hurtling towards war with Russia over Ukraine which we can't win because we've got the logistics just aren't going to going to allow it. You hardly see anything about it in the news in the news unless you're me and you're obsessive. Well, uh, or, or we're or we're about to uh, have the Chinese sink a bunch of our carrier battle groups over Taiwan. That's going to happen. You that's going to happen, I, yeah. In 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 my very pessimistic uh uh Predictions for 2021. I was predicting a uh, limited nuclear war in uh, Asia, and quite frankly, I expected it uh, to be something that, that might have been more like India and China, uh, mm. or uh, potentially the Iranians becoming a nuclear power and doing something stupid uh, with the Israelis. But uh, the I, I, I was wrong on that, uh, but. You know, the world is going to hell in a handbasket, 
And mm-hmm. it's almost as if the elites in uh, North America, not just us, but the Canadians as well, are 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 pushing it down the slope. Yeah, it's just, it's it just, does it, feel that yeah, way. Yeah, just to update what... Um, um, Uh, Just to update on this, I'm reading from the New York Times. President Vladimir Putin warned President Biden on Thursday that any economic sanctions imposed on Russia if it moves to take new military action against Ukraine could result in a complete rupture of relations between the two nuclear superpowers, Mm -hmm. a Russian official told reporters on Thursday evening. It was a 50-minute phone call between um, Putin and Biden uh, at uh, Putin's request. And Mm. so, so, you know, how is it, right, that for four years, Trump was accused of colluding with with (laughs) Russia and being a a Russian puppet? And, And yet now that Biden's in office is when Putin decides he's going to make his move on Ukraine. Well, yeah. Well, you know what we're going to do is we're going to make a move on closing it down for a week, but we'll be back uh, on another seven days. Seven o'clock Saturday night is our usual time. And I, I I want to thank everyone for joining us and uh, uh, roll tide, go Patriots and happy new year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. See you guys next week. See you then. Thank you.